All right. So do you guys got any questions for me? Anything that you've been thinking about over the week? Um, I know sometimes questions do pop up. So I have a question. Yeah. Um, I don't want us to get off track from like the podcasting thing, but one of the things that I've been trying to figure out is when I talk to somebody and it's really clear that podcasting as outreach isn't the right path for them. And we're pivoting over to maybe podcasting like as marketing, you know, and pr producing their podcast or maybe full-blown like SEO or the partnership program. One of the things that I'm struggling with is after the interview and I'm like, yeah, I'll share some resources. It's like what specific resources to share with them yeah. again, you know, I, I, I don't, I know our meeting is short, so we don't have to talk about it, but that's just kind of one of the things I've noticed. So there's two things. Um, anytime you guys get something that's outside of this page, so I'll show you which one it is for those who don't know. And I'll put it in the chat. This is the main uh, sort of like money page. There might be a, you know, we might have something work out with you guys where you have a special price that you sell. So like, for instance, uh, if you guys want to make more commission, um, you could sell at a higher price and get a bigger commission. Um, so like, for example, one of my, our contractors, Ollie Gabriel, he wants to make a 30% commission every month. So I, the only way I'm allowing him to do that is if he sells the service at $4,000 per month instead of $2,500 per month. And then on top of that, does a bit more of the uh, account management and relationship management for those clients. He's also really like um, kind of like a coach. So he um, is coaching these clients too. So it's a higher end service a little bit. So there are scenarios where you'd charge a different price or have a different page, but for the most part, everyone's going to be selling this uh, $2,500 per month page right here. That's the exact same thing for every single client. Um, if you want to see examples, we have testimonials. Uh, we have the, uh, our own examples of how we've been able to grow our own podcast, uh, our communities we built, screenshots of our sales, resources or questions they might have, podcast examples, uh, other case studies. And so if they don't want something like that, like if they make it really clear, as, as Bridget mentioned, um, that they're not interested in that, then that goes into what we call our custom phase. And pretty much there are some packages, which I'll bring up right now that, uh, you know, like I have them. If you don't already have a follow-up sheet, uh, I can work on that with you. Not everyone does because we have kind of different range with, arrangements with people, but the idea is that um, there's this follow-up sheet that you each have. And in that follow-up sheet has this, which is basically the sales process. And then inside here, there's different uh, custom links. So for example, if you want to make a custom marketing plan, if they say, hey, send me over a proposal, which does happen sometimes, but usually we just try to send them the link. But if they say, hey, send me the proposal, then at that point, um, uh, we can customize this document to be something that that entails what they want. So actually, Bridget, you know, you mm -hmm. and I are going through this right now, where there's somebody who wants SEO, and then there's someone who also wants the podcast marketing. What you're going to do in that situation is you're going to Slack message me because emails like just becomes yeah. very difficult. We're going to Slack message me. We're going to go through them uh, one by one, and we're going to actually edit it custom. Now, the reason this is kind of laborious as a process is because most of the deals are going to be this deal. Um, so this is only going to be for like the 10 to 15% of deals that are outside of the scope. Uh, and you can use this document. So again, if you guys don't have this, let me know. I can send it to you. But uh, everyone pretty much has this follow-up sheet for prospecting. And it has uh, KPIs, leads, cold calling list, follow-up process, all this in one. Um, we also have startup marketing services, which you guys can sell, but it is for less commission because obviously it's a percentage of revenue. So if it's a uh, 20%, let's say just for 
uh, closing something from our network and um, you know, a 10% management fee. If you close somebody for $1,000 a month or $700 a month, then obviously you make less money. So that's not necessarily ideal, but it's okay if you do sell these because they are startup packages um, and those have already been approved by us. So again, all these links are in here. Uh, so yeah, I would say uh, that's in terms of how to handle those situations, Bridget. But then for like the podcast marketing, actually, um, we actually have a deck for that, um, which I'll add actually to your uh, thing right now. But Hector and I actually, who's on the call, uh, he's the one we're white labeling for uh, podcast okay. because he is uh, uh, actually uh, doing our podcast management um, for our own podcast. So um, you can ask any questions about that to, to Hector now if you have any. Um, otherwise, I'll just put the document in there. So. Uh, do you have any for, for Hector? Oh, um, I guess the one thing I, but I think it's pretty clear in what I saw with the scope of work for yeah. the um, last time. But um, when we're selling podcast production to a company, um, just want to be really clear, like, are, are you guys or are we offering like someone who comes in to do video and audio or is that something they handle and then we do all the like or you would do all the the other the editing and production stuff and by the way hi Hector nice to meet you <clears throat> hi Bridget um so so I we are I guess if I'm understanding your question correctly, um, we are the ones coming in and doing the editing on the video and the audio. And then we're the ones that are coming back and delivering the clips and the kind of the promotional stuff too. Right. Um, I guess I was wondering if um, for like a company that is um, using your service, are they going to be um, recording their own video and audio and then sending that to you or does your company okay yeah um and then um okay that's what I was wondering so they would record it all themselves and then you guys would do all the like production of it Correct. awesome okay yeah so I'm gonna pop these links in here for you guys this is again that main uh page and this is our our, our current commission structure is you get 20 percent for any uh deal that you close that's from your network or sorry that's not from your network that we book on your calendar um if you're if if you're paying us to help us with prospecting that's different because some of you guys have businesses and and you're paying us to put meetings on your calendar so we waive that commission uh but uh for the um uh that's usually if you're paying us like a thousand bucks or more for the uh uh if you close deals from your own network then it's essentially uh, fifty percent of the first month payment, uh, so you get that commission on top as well. So, uh, and then it's it's ten percent uh, on a monthly basis uh, if you help us with management. Now, what management looks like is essentially just um, checking with the client once a day, and essentially just going through the list of things you're doing for them, and just being like, did something get done? Usually like for right now, I'm managing, I, I have a, a, co a cohort that I launched in December. I'm managing them right now. Uh, they're doing $50,000 a month in recurring revenue, roughly um, 15 clients. And it takes me about four to five hours a day to go through that list. Um, and the rest of my time can be used for whatever I want or to get more clients. Um, 
but typically the clients we have stay for a while because we book a lot of meetings for them. There are some scenarios where it doesn't work out perfectly, but we usually know within the first week and then we'll just refund them. So there are some like weird scenarios, but usually if someone stays past the first month, they stay for a very long time. Uh, and then that's kind of the day in the life of doing that. So if you wanted to, you could make commission on that. You could also white label us through your agency. So there's a couple of like different ways you could work with us. And if you're interested in any of those options, I can go through them. But do you guys have any other questions before we get into the scenario stuff? Um, anything? That's... I got. I got a question. Yeah. What do you guys use for outreach? Where do you guys find your clients through through what? Uh, so email, cold calling, and LinkedIn. And so um, LinkedIn is mainly for uh, any client that wants to do it, or uh, even us. But uh, for the contractors, we don't always do LinkedIn. Uh, we'll do calling and emailing. Uh, so if we were to set up a campaign for, for you, uh, or you already have a campaign set up, usually we do is we set up an email outreach campaign. We get our contacts from our own database we purchase, and then we send out, you know, let's say 25 emails a day. We invite them onto a podcast and then we don't make the sales training a requirement, but we basically do offer a sales training. And from what we've seen, uh, you know, Bridget is a testimony to the testimony to this. And so, so is myself. Uh, and Hector's there too, uh, pretty much everyone opts into the training. The next part is really just making sure that they close. And there's a, a bunch of different ways we can make sure that they close. But um, the idea is that if you invite someone to a podcast, they're more likely to come on the podcast than if you just invited someone to a sales call. And then from there, you just try to uh, see if they'd be interested in some sales opportunity, but you don't try to force them into it. So that's essentially the sales process, but LinkedIn, okay. email, cold calling, those three things. And we do kind of see that if you can cold call, you tend to be a much better uh, salesperson than if you can't. So that is something that we definitely like to see because uh, being able to just talk to someone and, and be comfortable talking to them, even if you don't know them, is a really important skill. Um, so does that answer your question? Yeah. And you, so you send me the emails or how, how does that work? Or did I? Yeah. So um, basically, there's people in this conversation right now who are kind of like in different phases. Um, but if you haven't been launched yet, that just means that we haven't started running a campaign for you. And, uh, if we do run a campaign for you, and that's mainly based on availability, cause we, tr we only try to run them if we can fully scale up a sales rep. So we don't try to take on too many at a time, but basically the idea is that if we do run it, we'll send out these messages to an audience. We'll help you create a podcast that's in a specific niche. So if it's like, if you want to focus on e-commerce, it'd be like e-commerce gods or whatever, any name you want. Uh, and then from there, we book the, to the podcast and then we essentially go uh, and try to um, get you as many meetings as possible. So that could be like for Hector, for example, he's actually, uh, he's a client of ours. Uh, we're white labeling. He's, he's a client of ours and then we're also a client of his. So it's kind of unique, but we're booking him 55 meetings per month. At least those are the amount of meetings that have been booked uh, since the 15th of February. Um, so that's kind of the idea, but not all of them turn into sales calls. The idea is that uh, if you can get 80% of them to turn into sales calls, that's really awesome. But even 50% is really, really profitable for both of us. Um, so that's essentially the idea. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, do you guys have any other questions? No. Okay, cool. Um, I actually want to start with Hector today, if that's cool, if you're cool with this, Hector, because um, I know we're going to talk about sales training a little bit later on Wednesday, but um, 
you've been able to get a lot of people interested in the sales training and I want to see them start to close. Um, and, uh, maybe we could, maybe you could talk to me like you're, I'm, I'm your guest and I can pull up a random, you know, person that we've booked for you and I'll just act like I'm them. Uh, and it, if you're down, it would be, it would be kind of helpful for me to see like how you're currently opting people in to the, the training. <clears throat> yeah. We're going from, uh, like post interview to the sales call. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So let me get, I'll get this company right here. Uh, they actually did book a meeting with you. So this is a good example. Um, all right. I'll share my screen. So this company here, here's how you can turn your salespeople into high performers, hire the right salesperson every time. Mm -hmm. uh, this is seems to be a, like a good one. So I am Bill and I'll let, we just finished up our podcast interview and I want to kind of hear how you're opting me into it essentially. So. So Bill, you said that you're like the main thing that you're driving is your consulting gigs, right? Yeah. And, and, and I know you had just mentioned that like, there's a few things working, but not, it's like, you're not getting a whole lot of meetings booked, right? Yeah. I mean, most of them are from my network. Yeah. I usually get a bunch just from my network. <clears throat> right. Things like well, well, I don't know if it would be helpful, but we, uh, my partner and I just put together this training where we help um, coaches and consultants to basically fill up their pipeline um, through a podcast. And what's really cool is that it doesn't take a whole lot of your time and we can kind of walk through the system and show you how it works. And if you want to implement it yourself, obviously you can take it and run with it. Or if you want us to do it for you, we can do that too. But um, it's a free training and it, you know, usually takes like a half hour or so do you have some time this week to be able to, I guess I, I put some time right here on Wednesday. Do you know if like Wednesday or Friday might be an okay time to uh, touch base again and we can walk through the process? Yeah. And I just want to pause here for a sec. Cause I think, I think one thing, I don't know if you're doing this already, but it could be a good um, way to, to make this work. So usually what I try to do is um, I try to separate the closes. So, I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of closing tactics. There's actually a really good book called Spin Selling, which was written in the 80s. It was the largest uh, study of sales calls uh, at the time. They studied closers for like 10 years and they found out that closing tactics don't really mean anything. Like they don't actually really help. Um, so this one, it may be the exception, <laughs> but uh, this is one of the few that I do use, which is uh, I will... I kind of believe instead of necessarily trying to like force them onto a call, I kind of think of it more as like psychological conditioning maybe is a better way to look at it. So um, the you can break the closes into two different closes. So there's the soft close and there's the hard close. The soft close is basically like, hey, can you come on my podcast? They say, yes, they're interested in one thing. There's another soft close that can be after the podcast, which is, are you interested in this? If they say yes, then that's actually not the hard close. The hard close is, are you free at this date and time? So usually what I like to do is just separate them because then in their mind, they might think like, oh, I didn't say yes to it. Um, so why am I being asked to be on it? You know? Um, but I think if you get them to say yes and you say like, yeah. hey, if you'd be interested in this, we're doing this training. Um, this is what we teach you. Would you be interested? They say yes. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, cool. 
well, just because I know we're both busy, uh, can we get something booked? Like I'll put something on your calendar just for this week. Uh, if you're not free at that time, that's fine. Uh, but I just want to put it down because I know we're both pretty busy. And then they'll say something like, okay, yeah, sounds good. And I'll say, does, does 7 you know, a.m. or 10 a.m. on Wednesday work for you? And they'll be like, yeah, I'll have to check my calendar, but that sounds good. And you say, okay, cool, I'll put it down. And then you just let me know if that works after the call, but I'll, uh, I'll put it down now. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's good stuff. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that sounded good. I would also say, are you using a calendar, a uh, separate calendar link? I think I looked at the Calendly a, a bit ago, but um, yes. That, that, okay. Perfect. Um, the only other thing I would probably add in there is if you guys have the time, it might be worth it to like create a little training or something. You could reuse our training if you want. The only thing is that's solely focused on the lead gen side. Um, so it depends on how interested they are in that. Are you, are you sending them anything between that and then the actual sales call? Like, I feel like there's there's a lot of missed opportunity, whether or not they watch it or watch all of it, you know, some will, some yeah. won't. But, you know, a lot of them are showing up and it's like, well, yeah, what, you know, when I, that 100%. could be. So, um, I, I actually am. Um, so let me put this in the chat. So if anyone wants to put them through our five-day training, this is like our way to kind of get them warmed up. And it also shows that we're giving them value because the thing is, especially with B2B sales. So I, I, I was I was fortunate enough to work with this company called My Amazon Guy and uh, worked with them for like a year. And they went from $4 million a year to like $10 million or something like that. I, I don't know what the exact number is, but it sounded like it was somewhere around there. So much so that they got on the Inc. 500 this year. So they're like number 334. And if you go to his YouTube, it's called My Amazon Guy you'll actually see him teaching everyone everything. And everyone he gets that comes through the website and books a meeting with him uh, are basically people that he's already taught for months or even years on how to like grow Amazon stores, right? So they, he's already taught them. It's like the whole concept to try before you buy, right? And where I see a lot of service companies make mistakes is they think, oh, I have a great product, so they're gonna buy it. Well, that works for businesses that are looking for this very specific thing right now but for the majority of businesses they're not actually looking for that very specific thing at that very specific point in time so what does that mean that means you have to teach them something and then get them to understand the value of it and then once they understand the value of it then they're more interested in buying it and so this um form i just popped in the chat you can save hector that's basically a five-day training it sends out a five-day email sequence um from my email and you could just say hey my partner company, Twiz, uh, does this, right? And this is like the, um, you know, the five-day training that we do. You could do that. Now, if you want to white label it, you could just, I don't care if you just copy all the, the emails and just use them for yourself. That doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. You could set up your own automation. That's fine. Um, it, it's all good. Like that, that's not, no problem. The other thing you could send, and anyone else is free to send this too, is I have this leads handbook, which, you know, you can feel free to customize it. I don't have to the link in there um you feel free to customize this as you wish but it's basically this thing i duplicate on every call that basically just uh allows them to fill out information for me and you could remove the word twiz you can just do a duplicate of this and remove the word if you want but like it allows me to basically say hey um this is going to be a training session it's a two-week training session and what that really means is it's two meetings right because two business weeks you know first business weeks this week next business week is next week right so it's essentially a two-week training or whatever 
And during this time, I'm going to teach you everything I know. And if you want to move forward with it, great. If you don't want to move forward with it, that's fine. But in either case, um, this is going to show you what we do, right? So you can use that. You can duplicate it. You can put their name in it and say, hey, here's your leads handbook. Let's go through this thing together. So you got the training, you got the leads handbook. And then you also have all the resources on our website, which you can feel free to use too. But again, you could also feel free to just copy them. If you want to copy them, I don't care. It's, it's all meant to be public anyways. I want to get as many people knowing how to do this process as possible. So I don't care if you rip me off because uh, I think more knowledge out there is good. So, Hey, Lucas, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Um, what have you found to be the best resource to send um, a guest after an interview who is interested in the podcast strategy? Do you find that sales page, the updated one to be a better one or like going through the workshop? Yeah, I usually just send them through the workshop um, okay. and just give them the document. And I'll say like, here's what you, if you can fill this out, I can start making a list. What I'd also say is for those of you who have access to Apollo, which is our tool we use for, uh, and if you don't, you can actually sign up for free. Um, there's actually a, a free version that you don't even need to download the credits. So one thing I've realized is Apollo does this really cool thing, which if you're not using already is an amazing tool. Uh, you could pay for it if you want. We pay for it to get leads to clients, just like the contact info. But, um, what I've actually been doing recently is I just say, yeah, let me just see if this is a, even something that we can work with. And, and I'll just start making a list right now. And when I do that, then they're like, oh, cool. And then they've, they've probably never even used this before because the majority of the clients we work with have never actually done an outbound sales campaign or they've never figured it out. So they don't even know how to make outbound lists, right? And so like, yeah, you could say like, they'll go copy this and use it for themselves. And that's fine. I don't really care. But at the end of the day, the reason they're working with us is because we're doing the outbound for them. So we're better at it and we're saving them time. So that's the only reason they're hiring us. It's not because they can't get access to the software themselves. They can go find the software. They just don't know how to use it as well. They don't know how to, you know, uh, they may have to, they don't want to pay for it because we're saving them because we're paying for them, uh, paying for this for them. Um, so the point is that like, you could start making a list for them with this free tool. And then that's going to get them really excited. It's also going to help you because then you can figure out, you know, if it's a list of like 10 people that they want to reach out to, this probably isn't a good fit for them anyways. And you could just kind of qualify them out. But for the majority of people, it's like they have a thousand, ten thousand people uh, in their list. So, does that make sense? I think you're muted. Yep. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, we have five minutes. So, if anyone has any questions now, would be a good time to ask. Uh, if not, um, you know, I'm happy to go into a few different scenarios. Um, <clears throat> Lucas, is there anything that um, talks about the actual closing call or the structure of that? Yes. So I, one thing I did was to make this really easy to sell, I actually put the resources in this page. So then that way you could actually just go down and grab them. Um, so like you can, and again, you can white label these by just going in there and copying them all of them. I don't really care. You could copy all the text. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, but these are like the main four things, like why you should have a podcast, the ultimate podcast conversion script. Um, unless you're talking about the closing call, you're talking about the closing call or the podcast? The actual closing call. So they say, yeah, I'm, I want to opt into that training. I'm interested in that. And then. Yeah. yeah. So I actually do have one. Thanks to Bridget. Um, she put one together and it was very helpful. Um, so. Um, 
let me go pull it up right now. Uh, so let me share this with you guys. Thanks again, Bridget, for this. This is very helpful. Um, this is basically uh, this closing script, um, which I'll probably <sighs> probably just trade. Yeah, I'll, I'll change this from call script to closing uh, script. So this, you can view sales call training. You can view a podcast that convert into a sales call. Um, we do these all day, every day. So we just have like this thing kind of, you know, ironed out. But this should help um, in terms of uh, understanding how it all works. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the bullet points. I think I actually used ChatGPT just to like tell me how to organize this or maybe Bridget did or some one of us did. But like uh, that bullet point list is just a summary of the transcript. So you can just uh, read that and you'll kind of understand most of it. So. But I will say, just so you guys know, and this is an important point to leave on, um, I think the the thing I've realized with closing is if you have all the information and you're teaching them a bunch of stuff, what I've actually noticed separates cl good closers from bad closers is not any real sales tactics. It's actually just saying at the end of the call, so what is your timeline for this? Like, do you want to do this soon or not? Because a lot of people just don't ask <laughs> and then it just kind of ends the call as opposed to being like, you know, how, how did it go? Um, or, or when do you want to start? That kind of thing. Um, and I think if you ask that question, it'll improve your closing rate. Because if you just did all this and everyone's saying, I'm not interested, I'm not interested in the call, then you got to improve the, the training process and like the sales process. But if people are saying, I actually want to do this, like let's move forward. The only thing that's stopping them from paying is actually just your follow-up process, which is a whole separate thing, which I can work with as well. But um you should be able to get like a thermometer read on how good they are or how ready they are to close like after that closing call. And then the thing is, is you want to keep booking. So this is another big mistake I see a lot of people make. You want to keep booking these calls, right? So not just once, you want to keep booking them again and again and again and again until they buy. So like every time they finish with you, book another training because until it's basically just until whoever cries uncle first, right? Because they're, you, you don't want to go past the point where they say, don't contact me again. I'm not interested. Obviously that's, uh, don't do that. But if they're still interested, you want to keep booking a training with them as long as it's profitable for you. I mean, at a certain point, if you booked like 10 of these with them, I would just say quit it. Honestly, even after like three or four, uh, but you should keep meeting with them and keep training them because then the reciprocity just keeps going up. And what I see a lot of people do is they take a meeting and then they just stop. They're just like, okay, I did the closing call. I'm not going to talk to them again. And that's really where they get mistakes is because they don't want to do more calls after that point. And they think that every call is supposed to be like a one call close, which is definitely not what it's supposed to be like at all. Uh, it's like two to three calls almost always, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would just like think about that and like always book another meeting, like always. It's revolutionary right there, Lucas. <laughs> my, at least mind blowing to me, I don't know. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's value forward. It's like, well, you know, they are not sure if they want to work with you, but at the least you're sharing with them how we're doing it and how they could do it and whether or not they want to take that commitment on. Um, but yeah, I'm writing these notes down. Well, and I will say maybe a last point I'll leave you guys on is the reason I, 
I, I, I kind of knew this as we were scaling the business that this is why we were getting so many sales because we just kept giving value and value and value and value. And the reason they would close is because they were like, oh my God, I've got I've gotten so much value from you. Thank you so much. I'm ready to pay. Let's move forward. That's that's usually when they did. But the thing is that um, I actually got a case study from this with one of my like $10 million clients. They had uh, a huge amount of online presence. And they were teaching people a bunch of stuff. But the thing is when they transitioned to outbound, they weren't getting anything. So that's partly why I was, was coming to help them is because they couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure out how to get anyone to do anything, right? And um, that's because people didn't know who they were. And it was amazing to me because you have a company that's like the number one resource in their industry, but when they reach out to certain companies in their industry, they had no idea who they were, right? And so the same thing applies here. You basically have to build up enough trust with them by giving them so much value that they will move forward. And that's really the big thing is that people expect that within one to two calls, they built up enough trust, but that's actually not true. It's usually two to three calls, maybe even longer. And the only time you stop taking meetings with them is when you have to prioritize your time on other clients. And then the good thing is, and this is really where it starts to, you know, really play to your favor is if you are closing other clients, you can tell them, Hey, I want to keep taking these meetings with you, but I can't because I am having other clients that are paying for this thing right now. And then the social proof goes to the roof. Cause then they're like, oh, okay, fine. I'll pay it too. Right. And they'll move forward. They'll stop wasting your time. That's the big thing, you know? So anyways, uh, that's everything for today. Um, I'm not, I'm not hop off, but we do these same time on Mondays and Fridays. Next week, we'll probably get into some more scenarios too. Um, feel free to tell your friends about it. Do you guys know anybody who's uh, interested in, in growing their agency and uh, just wants to learn sales? At the end of the day, this is how we find new closers and new people to be partners with. So you can hop on and just learn. Your friends can hop on and learn and uh, hopefully it's been valuable for you. So I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Lucas. Lucas. And then June, actually, do you want to hang out for a sec? Definitely, definitely. Also, have questions to ask. Okay, awesome. Okay.